we're supposed to, to, to finish within an hour. We're going, on, we're going over it. I don't want to preach. I just want to share with you what God laid on my heart. Just to get the basics through. Can I ask, who is here that is on your own? You're not with your family here. You're just on your own. Just put up your hands. Okay. It's quite a bit of people that is on your own. All right. Good. Listen to this scripture. Psalm 68, 5 and 6. Father of the fatherless and a protector of, wisdom, of, of widows is God in his holy habitation. God settles the lonely or the solitary in a home. Do you understand that? God sets the lonely into families. That's what it means. So what does lonely look like? Lonely is when we reject it. Lonely is when, when we feel not part of something. And, and we, we, we kicked out of it. And we feel, my goodness, I am isolated. I'm sitting on an island. You remember that movie of Tom, was it Tom Hanks? With a, with a, with a soccer ball and he starts talking to the soccer ball thing. And yeah, cast away, that's it. I mean, in, in jail, the, the, the ultimate, the ultimate um, punishment is to put somebody in, in confinement, in solitary confinement, lock them up on their own. They go cuckoo. Why? Because we need to communicate with one another. We need one another. So God says, I don't want you to be lonely. It's not my heart for you to be lonely. I want you to be part of a family. That's what I want you to be. So what is a family? I just looked at the definition of a family. It's a group of two or more people related by birth, marriage, or adoption. Who live together. Who is accountable together. That love one another. That care for one another. That protect one another. And you know what? Who knows that family is messy? It's messy. It's messy. Who of you know the church is messy? It's very messy. If you think you're healthy, surprise, surprise. I'm the sickest of them all. So it gets messy. There's more people speaking into my life than me speaking into your life. Because we're accountable to one another. Because I only see in part. I can be the lead pastor here, but I, I only see this little bit. I need you to see more so that we can make better decisions. So, so we're all sick. What's the value of a spade? Zero. You agree? A spade is worthless. But in the hands of a capable person, a spade becomes a wonderful tool. We are worthless. But in the hands of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, we become this wonderful instrument and this tool that God can use. A lone ranger is a dead ranger. Rambo you only see on TV. Okay? Make peace with it. God wants us to be in a family. And I'm trying to just grapple here to, to see where must I go? We see God's heart right in the beginning, Genesis 2.18. Then God said, it is not good for man to be alone. So what did he do? He took a hammer, Adam, down, out of his side, rib, made Eve 
And he looked at her, wow! God make another man with a womb. Woman. Sorry, that's just for free. <laughs> just checking if you're listening. <laughs> and then it's interesting. Then it's interesting when we, when we look at how God put Adam and Eve together as the first family. So when Jesus was asked, hey, what about divorce? What did he answer them? He said, in the beginning. And he referred back to how marriage looked like before the fall of sin. When sin came in. He said, that's how I want it to be. I want them to be one in flesh. So I'm somewhere preaching what I preached yesterday in a wedding. The same. How did that come about? But then Jesus' family came to him. And, and, and he was busy inside. And, and he asked the disciples, hey, 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 hey. Where's, where's Jesus? Tell Jesus his family is here. He wants to see his mother and his brothers. And then Jesus came and he asked them, who is my brothers and my, and my mother? And he looked at his disciples and he said, this is my brothers. This is my family. And because this is my family, he said, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is the brother and the sister and my mother. So it's family. It's family. That God wants us to be in. So what is the strategy of the enemy? And I want to land, land quickly now. The strategy of the enemy is, if he can break family, if he can break relationship, then it's a problem. Because then he break what God has, has built together. The basic stones of building his kingdom is, is, is relationship and love. That's what it's all about. So when that is broken, we fall apart. The kingdom fall apart because that's one of the first building blocks that God is using. So it's so important for us to understand what family is all about. God says, I don't want you to be lonely. I want you to be part of a family. But then the enemy came and said, aha, Adam and Eve, I'm going to snooker you. What did he do? He brought division between Adam and Eve. He smuggled the heads with food. With food, not even a very important topic. And because of that, they sinned. And because they sinned, they got separated from the glory and the presence of God. That's sad. That's sad. And even there in the beginning of, of the, looks like I'm preaching. I shouldn't, but let's go. I, I'm almost done. But, but when we look at that and we see how Adam and Eve that, that beautiful thing that God has put together got destroyed by sin. And it's sad to see that. Is that the end of it? No, it's not the end of it. It's not the end of it. Listen to this. It's, it's actually scary when we read this. It says in Matthew 10, 21, Brothers will deliver brothers over to death, and the father is child. And the children will rise against his parents and have them put to death. 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 4. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, 
They, they, they will break the bond of family. So we see it in the last days. And we've seen it in the beginning of scripture. The enemy's strategy is to break family. I want to ask you young people. Do you still honor your father and your mother? Sometimes my children. I mean my children is 26 and 23. And most of the time they'll make me feel like an idiot. It's because when I say something, they say, no, you're wrong. Because YouTube says this. They must still find out that YouTube is not always true. But you know, by the way, I said it last time and I'm going to say it again just for your sake. They've made research. They've done research and they found that the age group that makes the, big, the biggest impact on on, 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 on a society, politically, emotionally, spiritually, and, 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 and in corporate world, is between the ages of 60 and 80. Where's the wise ones? For you guys, the wise ones, everybody above 60. Woohoo! You know why we don't get frettled when the enemy says something? We can't remember what he said. <laughs> As why, why don't we respond so quickly like the young people? As we can't get off the chair quick enough. And what the young people see is they're not bothered with the enemy in the room. It's because we're not scared of him. But we don't show it. So young people, honor your father and your mother. Honor the older people. We might look stupid on a cell phone and on a, on a laptop. But I can tell you, we've walked a road that we had to, to hold on to God. We know what His voice is like. You need to help us not to feel stupid. You need to help us to be honored so that we can impart in you what we've learned so that you don't have to fall in the same holes. Yo, that's way out, not on my notes. But thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So what do we find? Sin brings separation and loneliness. What is sin? When you go against the will of God. Okay. It's time for me to repent. Or to confess. My wife is constantly sick. She's unfortunately in bed this morning. She can't breathe. For more than a month and a half. She's struggling to breathe. And I said this morning in the shower, Lord, I'm fed up with this. And the Lord said, don't be angry with your wife. She's sick because you don't love her enough. Wow. Take that one for one. That was a lack of club for me. And I realized I'm missing it. Me, that's the head of the home. That's supposed in the family to protect my wife. I'm not doing it because I get dick when she, when she starts coughing. And I walk out and say, man, don't disturb me. I must focus on the breach the morning. How stupid can I be and still breathe? It's because we need to look at these things. Friends have offended you. And you get miff about it. And you don't want to spend this time with them. Because of 
of a pretty thing like an apple. God says, I want you to love one another, to care for one another, to forgive one another. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you just concentrating like that? Okay, I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. It reminded me, you know, my first preach, more than 30 years ago, I preached and there was an old woman sitting there and he was going like this. And I thought, my goodness me, he's not agreeing with me. So I decided, all right, I'm going to veer off my preach and I'm going to say things that he should agree with. Basic theological points. And he still went like that. And I thought, oh my goodness. So I was wrecked. So afterwards we had tea. And he was standing having his tea. And he was still going like that. Can you see how we can get offended? And we read body language. We young people, we, we read most body language. If a lady sit like this, she's not interested in you. If her legs is over, open to that side. That's stupid stuff like that. And then we get miffed and we get offended with one another. And that breaks relationship. That takes us out of family. And God says, I don't want you to be alone. I don't want you to be alone. I want you to be part of a family. That's what I want you to be. I want you to love one another. I want you to care for one another. So now we've looked at how sin can separate us from it. But interesting. What happens in Acts 2 where the Holy Spirit was poured out? What happened there? The first thing they did is what? They repented. Like me. I don't love my wife enough. Lord, forgive me. And I say it in front of you. Why did I say in front of you? To embarrass myself. I'm not worried to get embarrassed. I don't get threatened by anything. I come out of the army. They shot at me. So why should I? Why? <laughs> no. Just, just. <laughs> the thing is, we need to understand what God is saying. And I say it in front of you. And yes, some of you that's visitors here, that's maybe your first visit here. Why would I reveal something to you like this? Because you are being chosen by God to sit here this morning so that you can pray for Emsley for the rest of this year and for next year. That he must love his wife more. Will you do that? Because if, if, if we get trouble in, our, in my marriage, God's going to come to you. So you remember this day. Why didn't you pray for them? Like, like they, they asked that one family that's been married for 50 years. Have you ever considered divorce? They said, never. Murder? Yes. <laughs> so it's not, it's not easy. But what happened when the Holy Spirit was poured out? They repented. They got baptized. They came together. They prayed together. They, they broke bread together. They, they fellowshiped together. Every day. God added to them. They sold their stuff. They shared it with one another. There was no need amongst them. That is family. That is family. Visitors, if you want to see family, and I can be proud of it, I didn't do anything about it. But I honor the members of this church because this is family. There's mostly no need here because they care for one another. And you know who's giving the most? The ones that can't. This is family. 
God says this morning, I want you to be part of family. I don't want you to be alone. I don't want you to be isolated. I don't want you to get nuts and talk to a soccer ball. I want you to sit with your wife and look into her eyes and say, I love you. To look at your children that make you feel stupid and say, I'm okay. Teach me how to handle this engine. And then maybe I'll understand it one day. So can we close our eyes? If you listen to what I gobbled here this morning, and I'm talking about family and family and family, and you say, yes, um, I feel lonely. I've been isolated. And I don't care if the world chucked you out or you chucked yourself out, because that's what we mostly do. Today is the time that God says, come back. Come back from being lonely and come back into my family. So I want to ask you, if you're not part of God's family, today is the day that you need to come into God's family. How do you get into God's family? It's accept Jesus Christ as King and Savior. Let Him be your King. And when He's your King, you've got access to the Holy Spirit that will speak into your life and guide you and teach you. The starting point is Jesus. That's why he died on the cross for you and me. So if that is you and you say, Lord, I want to make right with you. I want to make right with you today. We need to pray with you. If that's you, just put up your hand. I need to pray with you. Don't walk out here the same that you walked in.